So here we go. Um, I've not long got done watching SummerSlam 2020, so... Oh, God, here we go. Here comes the review for it. And um, believe it or not, even though I'm pissed off beyond belief about something, it's not going to be an all-negative review, believe it or not. Uh, there was actually quite a few positives to take from this. So um, here we go. Let's let's just get on with this and get this over with. Um, you kick off with uh, Asuka versus Bailey, uh, which fine, whatever it is, what it is. You've got... The match was, was fine. It was okay. Nothing special or anything like that. I mean, with the way the wrestling Twitter marks going on about these two, I'm surprised nobody in the Thunderdome slapped their cock out and started wanking over the, this match. But either way, it was actually not too bad. It was it was fine. It was okay. Uh, just speaking of the Thunderdome, I should uh, address this. Uh, it looks fine, actually. It's not too distracting. You, you get the odd moment when somebody catches your eye and whatever in the, the crowd, but it's actually not too distracting. So... It looks better than the performance centre anyway, but there you have it. But um, Asuka versus Bailey, it was it was okay. It wasn't a bad match. And but the problem you've got is was predictability because um, I didn't watch all of SmackDown the other night, but I heard though Bailey lost to Naomi, so that basically meant all right. So that was basically code to tell you, oh Bailey's going to win then. And this fucking never ending title reign still keeps going. The moral of the story is in WWE, just fucking complain and you'll get everything you want. And that's exactly what's happened with this never ending fucking title reign with Karen. Unbelievable. But uh, there you go. That's it. Nothing much to talk about. I know that Smarks will overrate the shit out of this, but it was fine. It was okay. It was watchable. It was not a bad match. Uh, unlike match number two, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and uh, Andrade. This was fucking shite. What? Why the fuck was this on SummerSlam? Why was this on a SummerSlam? I have no idea. But the the little guy in the Street Profits, can't remember his name because I don't care. He just sort of leaps about, does these stupid looking jumps and flips and leaps and all that. It looks fake as fuck. But the people that will say that looks fake, that will defend that are the, are the people that get triggered when you call wrestling fake. Well, shit like that makes wrestling look fake. The Street Profits are shit. That was honest. Why was that on the show? That had pre-show written all over it, but that's on the main fucking card. Moving on, next, we come to, after this, we come to something much better, Mandy versus Sonia. Now, here's what I've got to say is uh, much respect to both women here. Absolute much respect to them. If they had, if one or the other, both of them had pulled out after what they had to deal with last week, everyone would understood. Completely everyone would understood. Uh, but they went out there and they had a, a really good match. I think the match was good. At least there was a story to it. You could put a video package on it because there was actually a story, months worth of story really with this. So, and the fact that two women had a story worthy of a SummerSlam main card match uh, without a title involved speaks volumes. So it was it was good. I, I liked it. They, they kept setting up the table. You thought, oh, this table spot for nothing to go through. But then again, at the end of the day, if, one, if Sonya's leaving for a while or whatever... Is there really any need for her to go through a table for anything? So there you have it. The, match, the end of the match was a bit anticlimactic, if there was any criticism. It's not really a criticism. I was just I was a bit shocked when Mandy pinned her like that. I was just like, oh, all right, okay. That was a bit out of the blue, but it was fine. It was fine. It was, it was a good match. I like this match. One of the better matches. Um, I don't blame Sonia one bit for leaving for... I think she's probably just leaving for a little while, yeah. Clear her head and get time herself, and absolutely understandable. I don't think she'll be away forever or anything. If anything, if she's ready by Royal Rumble, maybe she'll come back as a surprise in the Rumble, and and people will be happy to see her. So, uh, much respect to both ladies, even before the match took place, uh, and the match itself was good. So, well done to both of them. Well done. 
I, I do have to say, uh, I could have done without. Oh, funny enough, Otis was running down the ramp where he's running the bank, and I thought to him, hey, hang on a minute, is he cashing on a Monday? She's not got a title. Well, but then he just came in and started doing his spectacularly unfunny shtick. So <laughs> there you have it. I think he's actually quite good as a sympathetic babyface in the build-up to him getting with Mandy, but I, I just don't think he's funny. Sorry, it's one-dimensional. It is what it is, but there you go. That's modern WWE for you. Anyway, let's come to the next match, which was uh, Dominic uh, versus Seth Rollins. It was a street fight. It was okay, not bad, actually, not a bad match. Uh, Seth Rollins was uh, unbearably annoying in this match, I've got to be honest, and not for the right reasons. He just, most of this match, he just kept talking to Rey Mysterio. It's like, okay, I really don't want to hear Seth Rollins' fucking voice, though. I really don't. If I'm sitting there going, shut up. One of Triple H's boys, an annoying charisma vacuum, but there you have it. But the the match itself was okay. It's, it was a bit slow in patches, but it had its moments. It was good. I think the finish was well done. By the time you got to Ray getting uh, handcuffed to the ropes, and Seth looked like he was going to go after uh, Ray's wife and Dominic's mum. Uh, but then Dominic, I will say, Dominic, funny enough, the one thing I've got to notice is Dominic's wrestling outfit was uh, similar to one that Seth Rollins would have worn in the past, and very similar to what Buddy Murphy was wearing, actually, is that the style of it. So that was a bit funny, but there you have it. But uh, yeah, he, 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 looked, he showed promise. Like when he'd done the 619 and things like that, he looked good doing it. I know he's, he's bigger than his dad, but he actually did it well. So. He, there's promise there, and I've seen the bits in the video package and while I'm talking and things. He's, he looks like he's an all right talker, comfortable on the mic. So, yeah, hopefully, all the best. I wish him all the best. Hopefully, it goes well for him. So, um, the match itself was fine. Uh, was, and the finish, I could, like, I'll, get, I'll get back to the finish here. I have a kind of sidetrack there. The finish was good, though, when they had like Rave reaching out for him, and then Seth just did the curve stomp to win. So, yeah, there we go. It's not a big problem that Dominic lost. He, he looked decent in defeat, so I, I hope he has a bright future. I really do. And so, up next, we come to Asuka versus Sasha Banks. And here's another one of these work rate matches, which was fine. It was fine to watch, but there was nothing particularly memorable about it. There honestly wasn't anything particularly memorable. It just sort of happened. There was no great big spots or anything, no great moments. It just was. It just fizzled out, really. I know the people overrate the shit out of this, no doubt, but there was nothing great. It was fine. It was better than the first match. You know, you've got Asuka wins. Okay. And here's another sidetrack, though. Um, Asuka gets a shot at the SmackDown title tonight. The Raw Women's title also tonight, two title shots in one night. Next week, she's also getting a shot at the tag titles, which means she has a shot at all three women's main roster titles in the space of a week. But Smarts never talk about her being shoved down people's throats and overpushed. And she won every single match she was in for two fucking years. Hypocrisy right there, 101. But yeah, it was fine. It was fine. God, Asuka won. It made sense as well. For But what didn't really make any sense was Asuka winning that battle royal just to come over and get a shot at the SmackDown title, I was like, what was the point? That was just, that just showed that Battle Royal was a complete waste of fucking time. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what this shows is Bailey's fucking reign of terror. I'm going to go there. I'm going to say reign of terror. Shows that she's ran through everyone on SmackDown, so they had to bring someone else over from Raw. And they could maybe have put Mandy or something in there as a face to go after her, but they've not built her up enough. Maybe shortly, but no doubt, because Naomi beat her next week, it'll be Naomi who's the next in line because the internet will fucking cry if she doesn't. So there you go. But the match was fine. It was okay. It was worth a watch. Uh, up next, Randy versus Drew for the WWE title. A good solid match. I liked the match. 
I actually did like this match. Uh, Randy, uh, he was going. What was it? I think he was going for the RKO, and then Drew sort of rolled him, uh, got his shoulders down, and the thing. So it was a good finish. It was it was fine. Uh, I haven't seen any anything of Drew's title reign. I think the way he won the title was garbage at WrestleMania in that five minute finisher fest. Two guys doing finishers. That was just shite. Complete waste of time. So, but yeah, okay, that was fine. Yeah, but. On the watching the video package back, he looks like he's he's been doing a decent job in the promos and things like that. He doesn't look like he's done too bad, so I, I'm I've got no problem. I think Randy will get the title at some point, and he should get it because he's had an amazing year. He's been incredible. But there was no rush to do it tonight. You can do it either payback or down the line. So that's why I do hope we get Edge and Orton for the title at WrestleMania main event. I think that would be a great WrestleMania main event. And Edge going on top of the mountain again at WrestleMania. We'd love to see that, a proper storyline. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully Edge is okay and back relatively soon. So, uh, and we come to the main event. Uh, the only reason why I even put the WWE Network back on, and I am about to cancel it immediately again, but uh, Braun Strowman versus The Fiend, the right match main evented, it's actually quite a good match, it's an entertaining match, and, right, and the, the finish was kind of just, well, Braun ripping up the thing, the finish was a bit lame, and then he just did his sister Abigail and then pins him, and it was just, okay, it was a bit, yeah, okay. Uh, the other thing that happened, though, a big thing happened. Roman Reigns came back, which was a surprise, but it was great to see him. Glad he's doing well. Uh, great to see him. So he'll be involved in this picture, no doubt, at some point going forward. So that's great. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's doing well. I'm glad he's feeling comfortable. Uh, come back. I will say this though: if they had the COVID testing in place a lot sooner than this, maybe we'd have been more comfortable coming back sooner. But, uh, well, WWE fucked that up, didn't they? Uh, and speaking of fucking up, and you know, here it comes, the big rant. What was the fucking point of having Alexa basically carry the build-up to this storyline and nothing, absolute nothing when it comes to SummerSlam? I gave them the benefit of the doubt on Friday, saying, okay, if she's going to come in on Friday, on Sunday, that's fine. And maybe maybe the reason why they, they, they knew Roman was coming back, so they didn't want too many things to happen at the same time. You know what? Maybe something will happen down the line, but what's the fucking point? That's two fucking years in a row Alexa's not been on the main card at SummerSlam. That's criminal. She is a mainstream crossover star waiting to happen, and I can guarantee you, guarantee you, WWE do not want her getting too big, because if she does get too big, then Hollywood's going to come calling, and they don't want to lose anyone like that. They, they want her at a certain level, like they want everyone at a certain level, because they don't want to create megastars, absolute crossover megastars. They don't want that, and that's exactly proof of that right here and if i see any bliss fans on twitter saying oh that's okay don't worry about it it's great blah 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 fuck off you're part of the problem because you're part of the problem because you'll accept the shit and if you accept the shit then wwe will never ever create any crossover stars and by the way alexa seems pissed about it on twitter she did the little picture with the shoulder shrug emoji as well last um you know, little shoulder shrug picture i've seen her on instagram stories as well she mentioned the thing well i didn't see that coming so she actually does seem quite pissed about it so in a in a way if she's got now her more other 
contacts or whatever, who she, uh, now with her uh, dating Ryan Cabrera. And as I've said this before, if she gets other contacts in the entertainment industry, good. I hope she goes to Hollywood ASAP because I, I will say at least it wasn't a complete waste of time because I did love seeing her acting this. Her acting was amazing in the build up to this, but the whole build up was for nothing. When it came to the big show, when it really mattered, the whole build up was for nothing. And you can't deny that. Even the sorriest of WWE apologists can't deny that. So I don't really care if any of them get upset with me saying that. That's their problem. But despite that, the show overall, taking the biased bliss blinkers off, the show overall is actually okay. It's not a bad show. It's just not a show I'd ever want to watch again. It actually flew by relatively quickly. I only fast forward little bits of it. I will say this though, Alexa at least was in the advert for the the game, so that was nice. So we got to see her a little bit at least, but you know. Going forward, oh yeah, she'll probably turn heel and then feud with Nikki Cross and probably get jobbed out to her again. And then all the WWE apologists and bliss marks on Twitter will be like, oh, it's okay though, everything's great. I really oh god. The people that do that honestly fucking annoy me. They really do. But there you have it. I will say, though, SummerSlam, it's okay. It's, it was a watchable show. I've seen much worse. I've even seen worse in the last week because I watched SummerSlam 2007 for the first time last week. That was complete shite. I watched SummerSlam 2010 for the first time in the last week, and that was even worse. But honestly, it's, this is actually an okay show. It's not a good show. There's some good matches on it, but it's an okay show. If you've got time to pass, I must admit I was relieved when I put it on today and I noticed it was only three hours and five minutes. I thought, God, I hope this isn't four hours. <laughs> but the, so the fact that I'm relieved the show's only three hours just tells you a lot about WWE's problems here. But uh, there you go. So SummerSlam 2020, I didn't hate the show overall. And there's elements of it that I liked. I just hated the way that there was no payoff to the whole Bliss Strowman fiend thing it was kind of a in a way I, I loved that she acted so well and at least we got to see that so I can take that from it so it wasn't a complete waste of time but honestly nearly a waste of time nearly but I, I really hope her doing this you can see how engaged she was I really hope that really sparks the fire in her to get an acting job or something like that get an agent do more acting she's too good for WWE the wrestling business is a joke now. It's a complete joke. And the fact that I'm almost semi-positive about a show that wasn't that good says it all, really. It says it all. So, and nothing to get excited about going forward. Why the fuck is there a payback show next week as well? Why have you got a show so close to SummerSlam? That's a complete waste of time. <sighs> Honestly, who cares now? WWE's just a joke. But there you have it. Um, so that's your SummerSlam 2020 review. My first ever review of a new show on here as well. First uh, WWE show I've sat through since... First new WWE show I've sat through since WrestleMania Night 2 this year. <laughs> that was complete shite. But uh, this was, wasn't complete shite, even though I'm pissed off about the No Bliss involvement. The show itself is okay. It's just about watchable. But... Is just a bit watchable good enough for a SummerSlam? For the WWE apologist marks, it probably is. But for those of us with standards, probably not. But there you have it. And thank you very much for listening and listening to the rant. And uh, thanks there. Goodbye.